Some of my favorite things are taking a bunch of dudes, knocking them out, throwing them in a Jeep, and fultoning the Jeep with the dudes in it. Um, another... You can fulton the full Jeep? Yeah. You should not need to remind each and every citizen of Rapture that free enterprise is the foundation upon which our society has been established. Found a bunch of N64 shit. No, he didn't tell me about this. It's all filthy. That's why it's kind of still in the bag and yeah. not mixed in with my collection. We'll bring it over but, here. All right, so here's what he fucking. Well, I'll tell you what. You can tell me about this uh, when it's time for the Madame Struck podcast, which is right now. Yeah. Yeah. Episode 52 coming back at ya. Well, rather than digging through this bag continuously, <laughs> giving you all the sound, I'm just gonna do it real. I'm gonna pull the bandage. Pull, pull the bandage. Yeah. Boom. There we go. All right. So he found all... Oh, Shadows of the Empire. Alright, cool. Shadows of the Empire, classic game. Black Cartridge Turok 2. I have that one as well. I have both these games. Uh, I also have Ocarina of Time. These are filthy. Filthy. <laughs> Devil's... This is my entire library of N64 <laughs> games, actually. Everything. And Rogue's Cutter. I have all of these games. Yeah. Okay, cool. A real Rumble Pack? R- r- for a real Rumble Pack, got a yellow controller, never had and one. They're in great con- uh, condition, but they're fucking filthy. They're filthy, just get some cleaner. Like, yeah. feel how, like, yeah. that stick is rigid. Oh, wow, yeah. That is, the, yeah, the stick's still good. Look at that. This is good, yeah. That's a good find. This one's not that dirty, but, yeah, it's still a rigid stick. That one's a little bit not as, as yeah, good. Yeah, but you can tell it doesn't it, spring back quite as It doesn't spring back quite as quick, but it still, it still works, just... Yeah, get some cleaner, man, and that's that's part of it. That, that can go out in the collection. I, I put that in my fucking shame box. <laughs> yeah, your your roadside uh, collection, you know. Uh, this is my area where I keep all my roadside finds. Yeah. Shout out to my buddy Russ, who's a big fan of the show, that found this shit and went, "Well, Hoss would want this." So <laughs> I'm I'm kind of stoked. I'm kind of jealous, actually. I would. Because, like, you know, I don't know, there's something satisfying about, like, finding an old dirty thing. Like, in a, in a flea market or something, it's kind of like, you know, like an old well, SNES uh, game. And People at my work have found out that I'm, like, a weird collector for this kind of shit. Like, sure. last year I got that Dreamcast with all those fucking games. Yes, exactly. Granted, the Dreamcast didn't fucking work. Right. But a bunch of games with it and shit like that. People just give me this shit and they're like, here you go. <laughs> it's out of my house now. <laughs> I don't have this anymore. Great. <laughs> It's the best See, day of my life. I'm free finally. Uh, when my brother gets a new place, that's gonna be his deal too. He's gonna be one of those guys because he's uh, he's already started his retro collection uh, quite a bit. So uh, and, and I, I'm, you know, I, I I take a very interesting tack to this. I think there's there's like two ways of collecting classic games. Sure. There's the way that I do it, which is my preferred format because sure. I played so many games and I have such a like, a fond love of so many disparate games. Right, yeah. That <laughs> I just, I bargain shop, hope for a good deal, mm. I'll find a game. Right. You know, if I do, like, a day of bargain shopping, I'll find a game. Right. 
Uh, and then the other way of doing it is that you know you want these 10 games for this system. You just go on eBay yeah. and you just pay the fucking money. Yeah, and you just because get those. Because if yeah. you know the 5 to 10 that you want, yeah. even if they're the most sought-after games, with the exception of some Super Nintendo shit, sure. it's like, well, I paid a few hundred bucks, I have them all, we're moving the fuck on. Right, yeah. yeah. Uh, but mine is like, I have a weird love of a lot of weird shit, and mm-hmm. a lot of it's not expensive. Yeah. And I just bargain shop and go like, oh yeah, like Man. Brothers and Arms, you know, Road to Hill 30. I yeah. want that, $2, great. Yeah. That, that's how my brother is about it. He he uh, he likes to get the deal. He loves going to flea markets now and just seeing what's there. You know, because you can go to eBay and find literally any game you want. It's just, do you want to spend $150 for that copy of Little Samson? You know, it's just, that's it. You know, it's like, that. You're, if you want Little Samson, you're going to have to do that. But sometimes, like, you know, there's guys on the internet that, that do this stuff. There's uh, the Game Chasers. They make the, they produce their own little reality show, throw it up on YouTube. But uh, there's some cases where they found, like, really rare uh, Nintendo games, like, just sitting in a bin in a random video game store in, like, you know, wherever they were traveling to. They found, uh, uh, what was it, uh, like, hot... Flintstones, High Noon on uh, Dinosaur Mountain, or whatever the heck that game is. It's like a, it's like a two hundred dollar game. It was just sitting there for like twenty for like five bucks for a game. It was and nuts. you know, there, there's so. quite a few of these things that uh, you know are, are kind of easy finds, and a lot of games that you know specifically, like you know, I think we've talked about this before from that PS One N sixty four era. Uh, that generation of you know system, you got to think those kids that were eight years old, ten years old mm-hmm. when that was out now are twenty five to thirty five, yeah. have expendable income, and right. it, it's just driving the cost of these things up. A lot of these, like a lot of the market, has been kept in check because mm-hmm. of re releases, virtual console stuff yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of stuff that's from third parties. A lot of these companies don't exist anymore. A lot of these rights got kind of held up, yeah, because or. <laughs> licensed stuff you Mm. can't like you know there were so many games that never could get re-released because well konami doesn't have the fucking simpsons license anymore and until they made that deal they couldn't re-release that version of the simpsons arcade yeah you know like people wanted it yeah for the longest time the only way you could play that game was either emulator or the arcade the arcade card yeah get the arcade that's it and uh yeah but uh i haven't uh i haven't picked up too much lately uh Really, uh, at all? Yeah. Um, yeah. I I I got these I got these garbage games. <laughs> literal garbage games. Got these garbage games. Garbage games. Literal garbage games. And uh, it, it is funny because I do own every single one of these. I own Shadows. I own Turok Two. They're some of the best selling games on the console. They are the best selling games on the console. They really were. So, uh, and I, I they're pretty good. Rogue Squadron does not hold up. It's a garbage game. Uh, this game holds up for me, but not to a lot of people. It it's not as good a ga- it's not as good a game as 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 it was back then. And you know, <laughs> Did you fucking see just... that Halloween costume where the guy went as the bottom half of him is James Bond, <laughs> and his head up is a giant N sixty four cartridge. No, and he's got a PP seven fucking pistol <laughs> in him. So he's this cartridge <laughs> with <laughs> James Bond's legs sticking out the bottom, and his head was James Bond's head. Oh, that's it's a good Halloween costume. I'll a, be honest. That's a good Halloween. That costume. is a high concept. That's a high. That is <laughs> that is abstract art right yeah, there. Yeah, that is uh, that is an, that is an impressionist painting <laughs> yeah. version of a. 
Halloween costume. That's no Bubba Ray Dudley and uh, no. Kevin Owens. Uh, it's definitely not. Which, which, at some point, we're both doing that. We got to get a picture together in our costumes, right? Eventually. I, I, I don't, don't think I'm when... going to a party this year. Yeah, yeah I don't, I'm not. Well, I'm going to one, but like, yeah. I don't so. think I'm going to a party, so yeah. I, I haven't gotten anything combined. together like gear wise for it. And, sure, nah, sure. I just don't think I'm doing it. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I, I got my Kevin Owens already, so I got my Intercontinental Championship belt. So nice. that's happening, you know. Uh, I was glad that he got the Intercontinental belt because they don't sell a toy version of the NX, of the NXT belt, which is BS, by the way. But that's Schmozcast talk, which hey. doesn't exist anymore, or it does. It just haven't done an episode in a while. Uh, it really doesn't. It doesn't. But when, when I actually sit down with Apollo and do an interview with him, then it'll exist again because then I'll have a format that actually has meaning because I'll be talking to people in the industry. So this episode, I, yeah. This, this is, is our reintroduction episode. It is. We've been it, off for a few weeks. I've been super busy. I was gone for a week. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll get to we, why I was gone. Indeed. Uh, uh, here in a little bit. But this is actually more of a Schmozcast episode. It is, but uh, there's no reason to put it in the Schmozcast. Willow, no. You go over here. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, Willow's trying to, she wants to get in on the action too. But yeah, no, uh, this is a cleanup episode. We've been, it's been a while. Uh we missed a few weeks, which, sorry about that, but, uh, okay, she's settling in now. Uh, but no, we missed a few weeks, sorry about that. I've been busy with some stuff, Haas has been out of town and stuff, and so, you know, it just, it lacked off, but we're getting video content up there. Me and Eric recorded some stuff, uh, pretty great stuff uh, for the site, um, which leads us into what you've been playing. What have you been playing, Haas? Um, I've actually been playing some things, amazingly. So I played a bunch more Forza Six. Mm-hmm. Uh, they gave away The Walking Dead season one on Xbox One. Oh, cool. I started playing through that again. That's a really good version of that game. Yeah, uh, looks a lot sharper. A lot of that stuttering stuff that was in the Xbox 360 version of the game appears sure. to be gone. Okay, um, I have the PC uh, version. So yeah. I haven't gotten super far into it, but mm-hmm. the console ports of that first season were were notoriously bad. Yeah. I've heard that season two still has some of the issues that the 360 version did. Right. But season one seems pretty clean so far. Okay. Um, you know, it's cool. It, it's a game that's uh, that I'm happy to return to. It's it, it was uh, for 2011, that 2012 that 2012, that came out. 2012, I want to say. Yeah. Yeah, I think that was 2012. 2012. Yeah. That was my favorite game of that year. Yeah. yeah uh, it was a really good game. It was a astonishing. That, see, and that's 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 proof that you have no actual like. Um, I would say attachment to a label, whether it be negative or positive, because you hate that show, despise yeah. it. And yet, the game is... I found the game to yeah. be a profoundly emotional experience, yeah. uh, it... gripping at times. Uh, it was... Uh, that's Willow walking <laughs> that's through the cartridges. Walking through all the cartridges, because she don't care. Uh, don't lick the cartridges. I'm pretty you sure you don't d- need to be licking that. You dummy. Don't do Those that. are filthy. Those are absolutely filthy. I kind of don't want them on my couch anyway. <laughs> Both my podcasts this week have been in- invaded by dogs, so that's great. Um, but yeah. Um, yeah, it, uh, I, I absolutely loved that game. Uh, glad to be playing through it again. Uh, and, uh, you know, who knows? Uh, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure I'll I'll have the wherewithal to uh, to play through that whole thing. Sure. Uh, you know, this is probably the first free game since Massive Chalice that I've actually oh, yeah. spent a good deal yeah. of time on. Yeah. Uh, fun fact about that: somehow uh, we lost the footage of that game. Great. Because <laughs> I, I, but here's the thing: I had started editing it. I, I, it's like fun fact: I had started editing that video, and then at some point. 
the the actual footage got deleted, and so when I went back to that file, it was like footage not found or whatever, and I was like, I don't, so I don't know what happened. I have no idea where that footage went. What what I want to do though, um, and this is pulling back the curtain a little bit. I want to actually do some more video type reviews of things. I would love to do uh, Massive Chalice because nobody talks about that game, and I think we, uh, I think we. <laughs> Why don't we just take that and put it back in the bag? So yeah, let's... Uh, we're going to pause right here. Okay, we're back. I uh, just had to keep Willow from getting food poisoning or dirt poisoning. Dirt. Or Whatever. Stuff, you silly dog. Trash games. Anyway, uh, but no, I do want to do actually uh, get some footage of uh, Massive Chalice because I think nobody talks about that game and... I think it needs to be. It deserves to be talked about a little bit more. Because well, and, and one thing I, year, I, I, I was thinking of is uh, uh, for the end of the year. Not to, to, it may change before then. But that game is. I think Metal Gear beat it. Well, yeah, we sure. But it's one of your top, definitely. It, it's yeah, in I the, feel like it's. In, it'll probably end up still in my five. Right. And I think we do. Uh, you know, a series yeah. of videos where we kind of talk, like maybe that yeah. week between Christmas and New Year's. Yeah. Where, so we don't have to have content for that week. We already sure. pre-record. Yeah. Go ahead and drop those videos. That'll work. That'll work. Um, good. But you know, we'll uh, uh, we'll cross that bridge when we get there, and cool. we should probably start planning for that fairly soon, Surely. just so that we can have it all edited. Absolutely. Um, but yes. uh, played a bunch more Metal Gear. Yep, everybody uh, has. Wow, it's <laughs> a lot of game in that game. There's a lot of game in there. That is, uh, <laughs> at times, the funniest game I've ever played in my life. Yeah, yeah. It looks uh, hilarious sometimes. It, oh, man. I... Some of my favorite things are taking a bunch of dudes, knocking them out, throwing them in a Jeep, and fultoning the Jeep with the dudes <laughs> in it. Um, you can fulton the full Jeep? Yep. Does it only take one fulton? Yeah, like once you get the upgraded Fultons, it, it takes everything. Wow. Um, Can you just Fulton the base? Yeah. Just tie we, onto the building? Uh, like huge shipping containers, all sorts of shit. Man. Right, it's yeah. right in the sky. Um, <laughs> it's <laughs> fucking great. Um, you know, Fultoning animals and they're just pissed about it. Oh yeah, they're so mad. Uh, <laughs> you know, the uh, it, another one of my favorite moments in that game, uh, just... Real fucking standout. Yeah. Those when people found out that uh, if you're driving a Jeep. Yeah. And you throw a smoke grenade into the Jeep while you're driving it. Okay. People can't see the Jeep. <laughs> it's a glitch. It's an exploit. <laughs> so they can't see the Jeep. So you're just the driving this Jeep the around. Smoking Jeep. <laughs> and like they'll get mildly disturbed but not alerted. And they're like, right. the fuck is going on with that Jeep? <laughs> Oh, it's great. Oh, that's fabulous. That fucking video game, man. Oh, yeah. That and is a video game. Everybody seems to really enjoy it and like it and praising the hell out of it. And it seems well-deserved to me. I kind of almost hope that, like, yeah. something really horrible happens to Hideo Kojima soon. So that's the last game he ever made. <laughs> that's the worst. Because I know he'll keep making games. And I yes. know he doesn't have another one of these in him. Yeah. Yeah, you don't think he has a swan song of this in him? No. What, what if he makes something akin to P.T. that not... No, I think be that. I, I swear so. to God, I think. Granted, he's been carving his way towards this. Yeah. Since oh, yeah. portable ops yeah. for the PSP. Yeah. He's been trying to work his way towards this, but I feel like the fucking 
master craft that this game is was a fucking accident. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He didn't set out to make this game. He accidentally fucking made this game. <laughs> like, it just it happened upon circumstance of what he was creating. And the story became... is so goddamn far up its own fucking ass. <laughs> and dumb and stupid and unsatisfying and fucking... Re- is it not satisfying? Okay, that's interesting. I... I, I I just you typically love the craziness that happens in a melody. Yeah, this game. one's just fucking dumb. They do they they take it too seriously. They they kind of no. It's just they... it's not good. Uh, well, yeah. Well, are any of them like let's like four is great in a way that you're like well that's so fucking out of control, man. <laughs> exactly, that's what I'm saying. It's like you know some of it's just kind of like it's charming because it's so like and then the Patriots did this and then you're a clone of this guy. Four and is like he started huffing gas as. He <laughs> He was writing it, and he was like, "Oh, dude, I have the best idea." <laughs> uh, but yeah, I played a bunch more of that, and uh, you know, a bunch of Forza, and uh, you know, that's that's really about it for me. All right, cool. Uh, I have been playing because I actually have been playing something uh, for this website. You'll be seeing that video going up next week. Uh, I played with Eric. Uh, Keep talking, and nobody explodes. It is. Yeah, that game's pretty cool. Yeah, it's a cool game. It's uh, it, it is typically a, it, you can play it without it, but it's an Oculus Rift game. Uh, it's Oculus Rift supported. It's not uh, Oculus Rift su- supported. It was made kind of for the Oculus Rift because, uh, but uh, basically, the person wearing the Oculus is a bomb diffuser, and you got a briefcase bomb, and you got to defuse it. But there's a 32-page manual that your friend has to read from and uh, tell you the instructions of how to defeat each one of those modules. So there's a module with a bunch of wires on it. If the module has, like, three wires on it, and one of them is red, you have to do this specific one. Very specific. There's a button that says detonate, and sometimes you have to hit the <laughs> you button. You hit the button that says detonate, yeah. If, if, if it's a red button that says detonate, you have to press it down until you get the, the screen is yellow, and then when it's yellow, you have to pull it off when the timer is anything with a one in it. It's fucking ridiculous and it's you know great. what we're gonna do with this yeah uh we're gonna we're gonna use it as a team building exercise are we at yeah work. at work you're gonna do that yeah it's a fun game dude i had a blast what we're gonna do is we're gonna do the thing that giant bomb did where you're gonna have one person yeah. in the next room yes okay Cool. On a conference call <laughs> with a laptop, with a laptop and by themselves, and then in the next himself. room, you're gonna have between two to six people, sure, around a conference room table. Yeah, the binder with all of the pages in it is going to be glued to the table, like taped, <laughs> taped to the table. So you itself. can't take it away. So you can't take it away. You have to specifically read it from there. So that you all have to kind of fight back and forth with it and put it in laminate, laminated pages and shit. Oh, wow. That's pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. that's going to be our fucking team building exercise. That's great. The, the way me and Eric did it, and you'll see this in the videos, it's, uh, uh, we battleshipped it. He had his PC here. I had my laptop on this end, and my laptop I had it downloaded. So I was just going through it through uh, through digital. I didn't print it out. or He, he printed it out, but he forgot to bring it at home from work so <laughs> he had it in a big binder and everything he was all set and then he left it at work so we we wanted to do it uh <laughs> over a conference call a because we're nerds yeah of but course. b there's something about you actually being part of a bomb defusing <laughs> team where exactly. you're you know getting like bad reception and shit yeah. like i can't hear you i can't hear you what'd you say what <laughs> fucking which cell phones which one there was this one great moment i don't want to spoil it in the video where where i realized there's a there's a there's a, a corresponding rule to one of them that i wasn't 
wasn't reading, like, and it, it has to do with the serial number. And so at one point, I just asked Eric, I, we, we were failing this one test, right? And at one point, I was like, why is that? Because everything corresponds perfectly. And then I realized I was on the wrong table because the serial number had to have a vowel in it for the one for that I was reading off of. So we're having this problem. We're like, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. And then I realized, I said, oh, shit, does the serial number have a vowel in it? And that blew his mind. He was like, what are you talking about? I was like, just check. It was great. I absolutely love that game. Awesome. It was fabulous. Uh, the other... Uh, that would be a good game for us to play during the live stream. It would, it would be a great game to play during the live stream. Middle of the goddamn night? Oh, yeah, because that would, that would wake you up, man. That, we'll have to have Eric uh, bring... Yeah. Uh, bring that over. Bring yeah. that over. That'd be okay. We'll do that. Yeah. Absolutely. I think that'd be fun. That'd be a blasty blast. When, uh, when I'm... Fucking blitzed out of my mind, tired. Just <laughs> seven, what? <laughs> on your seventh can of energy drink, you just like, like let's just let's roll it. It's undiffused bomb. Um, so yeah, uh, with my fitness kick. It's gonna be really hard. Like yeah. I can maybe I'll allow myself to have like one or two of those. Yeah, ultra true. Zero yeah, ones. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, but like yeah. I have to be really careful about what I put in my body it's, because all like those fake sugar alcohols and everything. Man, yeah, it'll bust my diet. Yeah, it'll bust your diet open. Yeah, well, I mean, I maybe. For a day, I don't think it would kill you, would Fuck it? Fuck you! <laughs> How about that? It's, it's for the kids, man. It's for charity. <laughs> I'll just go buy a coffee pot. That'll work. Coffee will do. Uh, anyway, um, just black, black, bitter as shit coffee. I dude, I <laughs> that's all I drink at work. That's what my uncle does. He, he does it totally black, totally bitter. I want a cup of coffee I, so strong it'll crawl across the table and punch you in the dick. <laughs> That's the best kind. Okay, so uh, other game I played um, was not really my game, not my type of game, but I still enjoyed it. Uh, it was uh, Indivisible. Uh, it's a free, de- it's a free demo. It's for a Kickstarter game by Lab Zero, who did Skullgirls. Um, same artist, and I checked it out because it's the same artist who did that. I love that guy's art, and uh, the animation is absolutely spectacular. It plays is there like, a bunch of anime ladies in it. No, actually, they're, they're, the main character is one, but she looks more like a uh, she's more like an islander. She doesn't look like a typical anime chick, but uh, you know, the, he 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 really has really cool designs for all of his characters. But like, is she it's, like an adventure islander? Does uh, she have a skateboard at one point? <laughs> she does not have a skateboard. No, it's Bummer. not like adventure island. That'd be okay. Bummer. <laughs> That'd be okay. Like, um, but no, the cat. Ba- the ball cap. Motherfucking uh, Hudson Soft <laughs> made this Hudson, game. Hudson Soft made it. No, um, it, it plays like a Tales game, like a Tales of Symphonia, Tales of whatever, you know, one of those. Right, I'm into this now. Yeah, it, it's it's that it's that timed, uh, that uh, kind of timed turn-based action okay. uh, fighting type style. Uh, you got three people, two people in your party starting now off. Now here's the question. Yes. Uh, this is probably going to get too complicated. Oh, you're fine. Yeah. But is this Eternal Sonata where everything I do spends the allotted time that they gave me, or do I run around in real time and I just wait for my attacks to recharge? Uh, no, they they uh, when you enter into combat, then combat mode starts and you have your your combat. So you've got like fifteen yeah. seconds worth of time. Exactly, moving takes it down. Atta- so it's more yeah. like Eternal Sonata. So it's more like Eternal, but it, you you go into like. Because you can avoid uh, lower, like, as you build up level, you can avoid lower level fights by just, because, you know, you'll, like, they'll be, you'll see them moving around or whatever. So you can jump over them or move across them and not fight that person, not fight that, that enemy cluster. So it's like Mario uh, RPG yeah, where yeah, you just kind of eventually yeah, like, just kick the Goombas yeah, and exa- Yeah, exactly. Like Mario RPG or, like, uh, Chrono Cross, stuff like that. Yeah. You, you can avoid that. And 
Uh, yeah, so, uh, but um, when, when you do engage in battle, you know, you're just the main character, then you split off into your four people or two people or whatever, and then each character has the, you know, uh, the, the timed uh, attacks and stuff like that. It's a pretty cool game. I was, I was never, I couldn't get into the Tales games that much, but they're still fun. Tales I, I of Vesperia know. is one of yeah. the best Japanese RPGs I've ever played in my really? life. Okay, I've not What's played really that. What's really weird one. is that, like, I'm not a huge Japanese RPG guy, yeah. but in the course of, like, five years, I played 200-plus-hour ones. <laughs> yeah, right? Tales, Between of, Persona, Persona, yeah. Tales of Vesperia, Tales of Vesperia and, and uh, uh, Persona 4. Oh, and Persona 4, yeah. I never, I never finished Eternal Sonata. You never finished Eternal Sonata, that's what it was. And I never finished Tales of Symphonia. Yeah. Uh, like, the most recent RPG that I had finished before that was Skies of Arcadia. Okay. Yeah. And that was, like... Damn near a decade. Yeah, it was almost a decade. Yeah, almost a decade. I just don't have much, much yeah. of my life. Right. Yeah. No kidding. Um, but it's a uh, it's a pretty complete demo, which is pretty cool. Like how uh, long is it? Um, I want to say it's it's not very long. I want to say it's about uh, oh maybe thirty minutes. How much are they trying to raise? Uh, they're trying to raise a million. How much do they have? Uh, right now they have t- oh they have over a quarter. So do you have to kick in to get the demo? Uh, no, demo's free. You can just be get you download the demo whenever you want. So just a when's it end? trial. What's that? What's it? Uh, I want to say twenty days, probably 25, 25 days maybe. But uh, yeah, uh, they'll be close. They'll be close. I think uh, the, the Skullgirls has got a big, pretty big following. That artist does. Um, the tricky thing is, like, yeah. if you there's all these algorithms out there on the mm-hmm. internet. Yeah, that will. There's websites you can go to that will tell you if a Kickstarter is yeah. going to pass. Sure, and you that. need to raise about thirty percent in your first five days. Yeah, spe- because yeah. you'll make another thirty percent in the last five days. Mm-hmm. And then the other 40% has to <laughs> come in to, that middle you part. You have to go in the middle of it, uh, yeah. So, I mean, it may kick up steam yeah. uh, since it has a demo. Yeah, yeah. That may help them. Yeah. But, I mean, I mean, granted, they did they did Kickstarters and stuff like that for their extra characters, but, yeah. I mean, they've never gone near this kind of money no, no. trying to raise before, so. Yeah, million dollars. It's, 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 it's a rough thing, but... Uh, and they're notorious in the Kickstarter community... People got really pissed the first time they raised money to make new characters for Skullgirls. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, they because lost. they were they were honest about it, and they were like, yeah. uh, we're going to give all these characters away for free, so we need like $100,000 to make three characters. They're <laughs> like, the fuck is wrong with you? It's like, <laughs> we're never going to make money on them, and it's going to cost us like $100,000. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, it was just, uh, yeah, they, you know, they lost their studio backing on that game uh, after it came out. They wanted to continue it, and fan reaction was really great for it. But yeah, that wasn't a million dollars. Like, a million dollars is a lot of money. A million dollars. Yeah. I mean, even... <laughs> when in, I saw that it was a million dollars, I was kind of like, ooh, that's rough to make Even that. in the modern that's, era of Kickstarter, you know. where mm. seven or maybe 12 games have made over a million dollars? Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, granted, not everything can be Star Citizen that makes 150 million goddamn dollars. Yeah, right. What the fuck? <laughs> no kidding, yeah. Um, at this point, you yeah. can walk around your ship. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's <laughs> like we've got the walking ability figured. Ooh, we got that whole walking around thing. Shit. Uh, no, um, but yeah, uh, I probably won't kick in for it because it's not really a game that I'm super uh, excited. First of all, let me say it looks and plays beautifully. I will say that, like for for you know, how smooth it plays. Uh, it's really, uh, it's really. Is it easy polygonal to... cell shaded or is it side scrolling cell shaded? It is uh, side scrolling cell shaded. No, it's. 
It's kind of that that two D three D mix. Oh, it's isometric. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's like that. Like Diablo. Type. Yeah, like Diablo. Yeah, it's isometric. Uh, yeah, isometric type deal. Um, is it still made out of pixels or are they made out of polygons? I want to say they are made out of pixels because it is. Uh, well, that's the tech they've used before. Pixels. <laughs> I want to say it's pixels. Yeah, I definitely want to say it's pixels because that's because it's still it looks like the, the way the characters move. It looks like Skullgirls, like the way it morphs and like they go into their attacks and everything. Um, Based works. on what you've told me, yeah, it sounds pixel based. Yeah, it does. It, 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 but it, I could be wrong. I could be dead wrong about that as well. I don't think it's like yeah, because the way they move, it's it's frame by frame animation. Like each thing, that's is frame that's by frame. pixel. It's pixel based. So cool. Anything uh, else? Yeah. Uh, no, it, it looks gorgeous. It absolutely looks gorgeous. Uh, if you're if you're down with Skullgirls, if you like Lab Zero, go kick in for that because it's uh, definitely. It's definitely something, and they need a million dollars to get it going. Uh, they, they might be above the quarter uh, term now. They might be into, like, the 300000 at this point. I'm not sure, but uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But One last time, what's the name of the game? Uh, Indivisible. Yes, Indivisible. With Liberty For those and, of you listening. Well, <laughs> yeah, so for Liberty and Justice for All, just like the pledge. So, Indivisible. Um, for Liberty and Metallica for All. For, for Liberty and Metallica for All. Metallica for All would be a good pledge, actually. I'd be okay with that. Not saying anger, though. We can... We know we don't. Nobody needs that one. So, like, Weird snare drum on that album. Yeah, very bizarre sound. Offensive. In that. Uh, yeah, just a bizarre sound in that. That's really bad. Headfield's voice on that whole album too. Woof. Yeah, right. What did he like? Was he singing into a coffee can? He like, was trying to sound like Tom Araya. Yeah. From Slayer. Yeah. And that's why their drums sounded that way. They were trying to sound like old Slayer. Okay. That did not fucking no. work. No, it didn't. It was not a... You yeah. know what they need to do? They yeah. need to make an album where they try to sound like fucking Motorhead because <laughs> all the people in that band fucking love Motorhead. You know what I love? Motherfucking Motorhead. <laughs> it's time to play the game. <laughs> <laughs> I play the game. Triple H is playing the game. <laughs> Smoking gun. <laughs> Oh, the default metalhead or motorhead. <laughs> fucking great. Uh, anyway, uh, what's great is that the song that all wrestling fans know from Motorhead, the songs that they're familiar with, oh, yeah. are completely different from the songs <laughs> that the, the non wrestling <laughs> fans are familiar with. Yeah, so like you tell a wrestling fan, you know, like Ace of Spades, and they're like, "What? What?" But if you tell like <laughs> that- uh, a non wrestling fan, you know, like that big hit that Motorhead had. Evolution, or <laughs> the King of Kings, King of Kings. or yeah. the Game. Uh, funny you mentioned Ace of Spades, my favorite Motorhead song. So love that. Song. It's everybody's favorite. It's everybody's song. favorite Motorhead song. I don't know. Mine might be Evolution. Evolution is when I hear that song, I want to put on a fucking cape and just walk out in this fucking sparkly ass cape, <laughs> just like with sparks, with fireworks, cascading down on top of you. Oh my god. Uh, Evolution is a mystery! <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. That song is dope as shit. <laughs> and that's what we played this week. <laughs> yep. That's it. Man, let's so, talk about professional wrestling. Oh, some more. oh, I'm sorry. I played a little bit of Undertale. I have not uh, finished that off um, yet. I've heard that game's fucking amazing. That game is phenomenal. You like Earthbound? You'll like this game. It I've is, heard that game's phenomenal. It, it is straight. It's only like five hours, though. Yeah, it's not long. It's not super long because it was made by, you know, just one guy. One guy made this thing out of, like, an RPG Maker program, and but it's straight up Earthbound. The sprite Wait, looks somebody like made Earth, something looks, with RPG Maker that doesn't yeah. just have like a bunch of Pikachu's in it. Yeah, basically. But weird. Like, yeah, like the main sprite. Um, you can go. The coolest thing about this game, you can go through the entire game without killing or attacking anything. You certainly have the option to do so. It's like old Metal Gear, and it does not have uh, any negative or positive connotations of uh, what goes on. It just 
it's that's what happens in the story as you continue on. It has no actual bearing of whether or not you kill things or don't kill things. Uh, if you kill things, you actually get stronger and like your hit points go up. So it can make the game easier as it moves along because then you don't have to worry about getting hit. But very interestingly, do you know how this game is played? Um, no. RPG style, uh, just like Earthbound. When you go into combat, combat is played the way they attack you is a bullet hell. You've got a little box with a oh, heart nice. in it. And then you have they have their different attacks, like they'll rain down tears or something, and you have to like dodge the tears, or like spears will come at you from diagonal, you have to dodge that. And that's how the game's played. It's just you're surviving bullet hell. <laughs> sometimes the box is way shorter than normal, and sometimes there's blue attacks where you have to stay still in order to avoid it. Really cool concept for a game. This is a game I have to play, yeah. and I'm being very conscious mm -hmm. to avoid hyperbole for this game. Sure. It's one thing, and I can't explain this, I get very turned off yeah. when a whole bunch of people tell me I have to play a yeah. game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I yeah, immediately just yeah. go, fuck you. I'll yeah, play right. whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> if you like Earthbound... You know what? I never wanted to fucking learn trigonometry either, so stop fucking telling me I have to know it. <laughs> okay, I, I will put it in a way that might that might attend it. If you like Earthbound, I think you will enjoy the crap. Oh, I'm totally going to play it. I'm just saying yeah. that like, whenever <laughs> things like this come up, it's like, sure. I haven't finished The Witcher yet. Sure. People won't shut the fuck up about how I have to finish The Witcher. <laughs> Move the fuck on, people. I'll play it at some point. Yeah, right. <laughs> what about yeah. Arkham, Arkham Knight, man? Did you finish that off? You got a Dragon Age Inquisition. You finished that yet? <laughs> no, but I will. I fucking swear. Back off. Jesus. Who are these people beating you in the submission of Patrick Everyone I goddamn know. <laughs> oh, that's good. I, I, just, I get uh, turned yeah. off by it. But yeah. Uh, uh, but like Undertale from yeah. all. That sounds like game of the year contender for a lot of people. Yeah, yeah, it, it's a super cool game. I enjoyed it. It's got the it's got the Earthbound sense of humor to it, you know, like the fuzzy pickle sense of humor kind of nonsense. Uh, but it's fun. It's it's a fun game. Uh, you, and I recommend it. it. It's a cool one. So that's it. That's what I played. Woo! Brandon actually played stuff. It's amazing. Nice. Uh, <laughs> oh wait, I did play one other thing. Oh, what'd you play? Short. I finished Majora's Mask. You finished Majora's Mask. Cool. Yeah. How was that? All right. Yeah. <laughs> You you got the skull kid got his uh got his friends back and I stopped that motherfucking moon from trying to crash <laughs> that, into the earth that creepy ass <laughs> fucking moon uh that 3ds port I know yeah. I've said this before all right pretty good so yay or nay is Link dead in that game What do you think we'll say I don't <laughs> fucking know <laughs> there's all like speculation that that you know what I know is that there are several yeah. dungeons and right, you get items yeah. in the dungeons and now, interestingly enough, what is real is that each person, each temple you go to, and each person that you uh, retrieve a thing for, like the, the Zora chick who lost her mother, or lost her daughter, or kids, and like the, the old Deku sprout that lost his son, they actually do attribute uh, the five stages of death. And that's kind of like that's kind of cool. Like, yeah, there's, and, there's and bargaining, there's bargaining, uh, anger, blah blah blah. So the stages yeah. of grief, stages of grief, stages of grief. Yes, yes, and acceptance. Uh, so and they, yeah, in a in a very Nintendo way, they they kind of drum on that a bit, but don't beat you to death with it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, cool. Yeah. They they don't straight out say it, but if you look at it and they and you like portray each character as like they are the five stages of grief as you put the Titans back into whatever to stop the moon and. Kill Skull Kid, whatever, you know. Just put on the masks and do a thing. So, I, I hated that game when I was young, and I appreciate it more now. Um, it's... Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, it's like, I don't know. It is in the middle-lower half. Really? Middle-lower, I would say. 
That's a lot of people's favorites. Like, a lot of people like that over Ocarina. And, no. And, <laughs> I'm just saying. I, I didn't say you had to. I'm just saying that's like, a lot of people's favorites. You know, like, like there are so many amazing, <laughs> like, near-perfect Legend of Zelda games. Sure. Like, Minish Cap. Minish Cap's really good. Minish Cap. Oracle of Ages and Oracle. Seasons. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Link Between Worlds is pretty great, too. Link's Awakening. Link's Awakening, yeah. You know, Link to the Past... Ocarina time. Yeah. I mean, like you're talking like these heavy hitters, and then yeah. this weird short. <laughs> it, it was a. It, it's an interesting game because game it was that reuses almost all of every, its technology. Every aspect of it is completely reused from, except for like the boss characters. But every single they made it character, in a year. Yeah, they had to make it in a year. I thought I think it's pretty cool for what it is because it is a year long. Like it was a year long build. And it was just like kind of the subsequent. And they didn't give me a discount thing. because they made it in a year. Yeah, it's true. That's true. That's very true. That's the thing. Is it like, yeah, if, th- if that game came out and they said, "Dude, we made this in a year, twenty five bucks." Here yeah, you go. I'd yeah. be like, "Dude, <laughs> extra game, sweet." Yeah, but no, uh, a lot of people really enjoy that one. Uh, there's a lot, of, a lot of, a lot of feels for those polygonal, polygonal characters. Uh, not, a, not even a little. <laughs> bit. Not even a little bit for any of them. Nope. <laughs> Don't care about your stupid cuckoo fucking guy in his dumb backpack that wanted that fucking <laughs> mask. Fuck him. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Cool. Uh, it, it's now whatever. Nobody has to like it. I mean, nobody has to. I mean, nobody has to. Phantom Hourglass. Yeah, that's a good game. Wind Waker. Yeah, Wind Waker. All really of these game. games are way better than that. Not Twilight Princess. <laughs> a Link Between Motherfucking Worlds. A Link Between Worlds is really good. That, a Link yeah. Between Worlds is. Granted, that came out after, but you know, it's just. I, it's the best. Yeah. Zelda game of the last for a long time. Better than Skyward, better, Last way better than fifteen years. I would say better than Skyward Sword, way better than Twilight Princess. Twilight Princess is garbage. Can we agree on that? Can we agree that Twilight Princess is just trash? Oh, I hated that game. I hated that game. It's like, awful. It's awful. I hate it. We should talk about the Zelda franchise at some point, um, <laughs> like or at least one of them. I finally played Link to the Past. That finally happened. So I had not played Did that you game. Beat it? No, but I, I played it finally. So. Yeah, I will beat it. So, <laughs> like, but once yeah. you finish that, that's when you should play a Link Between Worlds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll lend it to you. I mean, I played a Link Between Worlds. It's a cool game. Did you finish it? I didn't finish it. No, I just played it. No, once you beat the Link cool. to the Past, I want you to play a Link Between Worlds. Right. Yeah. And the great and fucked up thing about that is because you already know where everything is. Right. Yeah. So you just go there. You just go. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's fucking great. And the way you buy your items, you can go to any one of the temples that you want because yep. you rent and buy items. So, you know, and they, and there's push. an order and yeah. it's advantageous to you to do it in that order. Mm-hmm. But if you want to do it in a different order, fuck it, man. Just, just like the first one. So that's what they promised on this new one too. We'll see. But same guy's heading it that did Link Between Worlds, though. So Yeah, uh, Aonuma? Yeah, Aonuma. So he's doing it. So I kind of believe him because he did it once. So we'll see if he pulls it What about it that bullshit Wall Street Journal story where they're like, yeah, we think the NX is coming out next year. The what? The uh, new Nintendo that. system. No, no, I didn't see the The one that's supposed Journal. to be their combination of handheld and uh, home system. Yeah. They're like, yeah, we, it just every <laughs> sentence about their story was just hearsay nonsense hearsay bs yeah and yeah. like even even the fact that it's a home console and a portable right. is still entirely hearsay yeah <laughs> like well, you, you know when i want console news yeah when, when nintendo walks out on a stage and he goes here's the thing <laughs> welcome to nintendo land <laughs> Not there that game. Not that game, but, but yeah, it's like, the land of Nintendo. Yeah, yeah, you know. 
Uh, I mean, that's what everybody thought the Wii U was going to be, because they didn't market it in the other way. Well, and thought about it. <laughs> oh, the way they marketed that game. That's well, and remember a year before? Yeah. The system came out. This was E3 in 2011. Yes. When they showed the new controller. Yeah. Yeah. And they yeah. just referred to it as the new controller. Yeah. And it's the giant screen. So everybody thought... Yeah. It's for the Wii. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because all is- they did was say it was a new controller. Yeah. Not the new controller for the new system that And it's building. the same fucking thing that happened with the Wii. The only reason that the Wii took off like it did... Was because people saw the bowling and said, I, I'll do whatever I have to yeah. to get the bowling. The but everybody thought, oh, this is a controller for the GameCube because right. these games don't look really any better than GameCube games. Yeah, exactly. And they just keep making the same fucking mistake. And it's like, guys, yeah. come on. <laughs> like, make it. Wii U? Come on. You not even a little bit more different? I know, right? It's not, not What anything. about a number like fucking two? Yeah, the Wii 2 something. Like, just anything. Uh, this, But yeah, it's just. I don't know. Um, yeah, the casual gamer latched onto it, and then your casual gamer who doesn't get the news that it's a whole new freaking console isn't gonna, you know, they're, they're gonna be like, "What? It's a new thing?" Like people don't even they don't know, know what to buy. You know, they uh, don't know. Well, like you know, we still have. I mean, the Xbox One and the PlayStation and, Four yeah. have very clear, decisive, strong marketing, and yeah. I still have people come in and say, "I need an Xbox. Which one? Which one?" <laughs> Exactly. So the fact that, that Nintendo's being vague about anything at all yeah. is a massive mistake. <laughs> yeah. Vagaries do not work with these people. They don't work very well. Oh, man. But, but yeah. Uh, cool. So let's get to Hoss. Uh, if you skipped all that and you just wanted to hear this one, uh, let's go ahead and get to the story. Yeah, I... Uh, what did you do this week, Hoss? Well, or last a couple, week, a couple weeks, ago. weeks ago. Sorry, yes, yeah. Um, yeah. I uh, I went to Seattle for a few days. You did. You went to Seattle. Thought it was going to be L.A., but you went to Seattle. Yeah, it, uh, changed uh, locations kind of at the last minute. Mm-hmm. Uh, we ended up doing it in Seattle. Yeah. Uh, I filmed an episode of an uh, for a pilot. I filmed a pilot for an upcoming reality show for Discovery Channel. Did they have a title for it yet? Not that I'm aware. Of. Not that you're aware. Okay, they didn't. It wasn't on like the, the, the whatever the, the sheets or the whatever. The guys I worked yeah. for were not Discovery Channel employees. Okay, gotcha. These they, guys are the these are the pitch uh, pitchmen for the entertainment company that was right. contracted to right. do the pilot. So it's like Dirty Jobs. They have this con this this team that yes. goes to Discovery, pitches it, or yes. and yeah, gotcha. They, they are right. an external Ex- resource. Yes, got it. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I'll leave some of the details out. I didn't sign any intense NDAs or anything like that. Okay. But this is their intellectual property. Sure, yeah, yeah. And I'll wanna... be as kind as I can. Yeah, you don't want to, like, give away the whole episode or something. Well, I don't want to give away the whole the, thing. To the 15 people that listen to this podcast. And, then don't have to... <laughs> and, and also, that's something that's still being pitched and all that other stuff. Sure, sure, sure. But, yeah, so I was on TV. Okay. Cool. This whole trip was planned. I had, I had built this into some kind of multi-tiered fucking monstrosity. Yeah, yeah. That was going to happen. Yeah. I was going... To drive. Yes. <laughs> to... To Charlotte. To Charlotte, North Carolina. Which is the opposite end of Seattle, by the way. Yeah, that's... In, if anybody's bad in geography. <laughs> it's it's right down the street, really. Yeah, yeah. Um, if by street you mean 
the whole world. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I was going to go to Charlotte. Uh, you and I had purchased tickets yes. to go to uh, TNA's Bound for Glory pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. We did. Um, that was uh, that fell on the same week. It was the first week of October as uh, Hurricane Joaquin yes. uh, smashed into the United States. Yes. So, given the fact that that hurricane was looking quite severe and that the flooding was going to be bad, delayed flights, nightmare mm-hmm. travel, all this other stuff, right. and that I wasn't even booking my travel, yeah, I decided, switch my flight from Charlotte, I'm flying out of Louisville, I'm not going to Bound for Glory. Right, yeah. So, um, I ended up flying out of there. Even though what's funny is that the person that was going to be the star of this television show (laughs) was flying out of Charlotte because he was wrestling (laughs) on Bound for Glory in Charlotte. Uh, Me and Jamal were both talking about this, actually, and Jamal was like, I don't know, it'd been kind of cool, because Jamal went. I didn't know he was, he didn't know he was going, but he was, he just, because he lives in, he lives in Greensboro, so he just went up to Charlotte, and, uh, or down, I don't know, I don't know what that corresponds in North Carolina, but uh, he went over to... Did he get comped or did he have to pay? Uh, Well, he had to pay, yeah. What do you mean? I heard they were giving away a lot of tickets. Oh, were they? Uh, Well, he probably paid, yeah. I was like, but it... I don't know. He might not have paid. I don't know. Jamal, did you pay? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Do you listen to this anymore? Write, write a comment. Write a comment on Facebook. Uh, but no. Um, like, yeah. subscribe on and, YouTube. And uh, he was like, and he was like, I wish you guys came down. I was like, yeah, if I knew you were going, I probably would have maybe tried it. But I, just, I knew you weren't going to do it because it's like, come on, you're going to film a TV show. You're going to, you know, it's like, there's no, there's no, no there's a whole number of things that could go wrong yeah. if you're driving into a hurricane. In this Jenga <laughs> statue of plans. <laughs> There were a lot of, let's say, wobbly pieces. <laughs> there were. There's a lot of fingers being poked at that thing. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, so he made the comment. He was like, you probably could have been on the same flight as Eric Young. Yeah, like, probably could have just... I was going to be on the same flight. You would have been on the same flight, yeah. You would have been on the same flight as him, yeah. But little do you know, (laughs) I was on the flight with somebody better. Were you? Holy crap. So from out of U of L or out of Louisville? No. Okay. From Phoenix to Seattle. Okay, yeah. I got to meet motherfucking Kurt Warner. Oh, that's right. You did mention that to me. I apologize. You met Kurt Warner. That's awesome. Fuck yeah. Kurt Warner's great. And you know what? So I'm sitting there. Yeah. I'm on my layover. I can't eat anything in this fucking airport because I have a weird diet. Okay. And I wasn't going to pay like this from fucking... Lu- this is Louisville to Phoenix, correct? Uh, or Phoenix to Seattle. Phoenix like, to I'm Seattle, in right. Phoenix. Oh, you're in Phoenix point. at this point. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, I, I've flown out. Uneventful flight. Right. I slept the whole way. Basically, as soon as they said you could put your tray table down, I did what I always do on a flight. I pull my backpack up from under my seat. I lower my tray table. I put my head on my backpack and I go to sleep. <laughs> okay, yeah. That is how you fly. That is how I fucking fly. That's fine. <laughs> um, and you know what? The, the people next to me are always like fucking stoked. Yeah, like, they don't have to deal with They, they can spread their shoulders out right, because yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. just fucking leaving. I'm dead <laughs> for three hours. Um, yeah, I actually time. flew next to some really nice people on this That's trip. Good. That's you good. know what? I like people that are going on vacation. Right, yeah. Like, right. you know, the business flyers are usually dicks. Yeah, they're but usually... But the people that are near the back of the plane, like I was... Yeah, yeah. ...that are just fucking having a good time, they're going on vacation, <laughs> those people are stoked. Those, right? those are typically the best people to meet when you're going on vacation. Hell you're yeah. Going somewhere, yeah. So, land of Phoenix. Sure. Uh, I'm sitting there, I'm dicking around on my phone, and uh, and I look up, and a man's sitting down, and he's in, like, kind of, like warm-up tracksuit sort of thing. Sure. And he sits down, and he's opening a sandwich, and I'm like, it's fucking Kurt Warner. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, 
Uh, retired QB for uh, the NFL. Future Hall of Famer. Future Hall of Famer for the NFL. Yeah. Uh, uh, won a Super Bowl with the Rams. Won an MVP with the Rams. Yeah. Uh, you know, fucking... Uh, Re- took retired me. with the Cardinals, didn't he? Retired with the Cardinals. Yep. Took them to the Super Bowl. Fucking yep. damn near won that motherfucker. <clears throat> I was so... P- that, was the, the that was the Steelers, too, wasn't it? Yeah. God damn Fuck it. the Steelers. Fuck the Steelers. Hate them. All right. <laughs> so, I did the cool thing. Yeah. Like, there's, like, like, four or five people, like, fucking bugged him. Sure. And yeah. got photos. And I don't get photos of famous people. I don't typically do that either, yeah. I was hanging out with Eric Young. Yeah. For 15 hours. <laughs> Never got a I didn't get an autograph. <laughs> didn't get a selfie. I didn't get a fucking selfie. Like, <laughs> you t- could have asked for that at any point. He'd have been happy. I mean, he tattooed you really. He followed me on Twitter. Know, That's yeah. all I care about. Yeah, Fuck. exactly, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he follows me on Twitter. <laughs> Fuck you. That's all yeah. I care about. <laughs> That's all I care about. As long as I got my followers. Yeah. <laughs> all those people are following me on fucking Twitter. I don't give a shit. That's, that's right. my electronic penis. So yeah, so people were bugging him. So yeah, so I didn't yeah. say anything. You know, like it's, uh, yeah. you know, they're calling people up for the flight. Uh, you know, he was in the one through thirty A section for this flight. I was on the uh, the, uh, the thirty through sixty, and I was kind of right across from him. I just went, "Hey man, I was a really big fan." He's like, "You want a photo or something?" I'm like, "Nah, man." People bug you all the time. And he's like, "Thank you." <laughs> <laughs> and uh, there you go. uh yeah. But yeah, that, that was pretty cool. So, uh, and then like he goes and sits down. I walk by and he gives me that. All right, all right, kind of head bob. <laughs> right? like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah He's him. fucking stoked that he didn't ever take a goddamn picture with me. Uh, oh, yeah, man. Imagine yeah. if you're—I I, I have no idea what celebrities like. Yeah. And I'm sure that you got to be so thankful for these people, but so sure. exhausted by sure. it. Sure. Like whenever I hear about a celebrity like fucking freaking out on somebody, I'm like, yeah. And how many other people's fucking autograph did they give that day? Yeah. How many fucking people's how many kids assholes? did they lift up for a photo that day? How many assholes did he not lose it on that day? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you don't know. Like like how many people treated him like fucking shit? Like they were the best thing in the world to ever happen to him because I'm the biggest fan of his. He's lucky to meet me. Yeah. You know, you never fucking. No, people suck. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, it's like, you know, it's, it's, if you really want to peer into the fucking dark side of the moon on that, just go listen to like CM Punk on a podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah. Where he talks about like, you know, I really fucking like my fans. Yeah. The but ones like, that are not assholes. Occasionally leave me alone. If you see yeah. me doing something. Yeah. Like a private moment with my wife, maybe. Yeah. Leave or, me alone. Or fumbling through change and like several things of nachos and coats yeah. at a hockey game, and then he hears a "Hey, Phil!" as he's like, "Oh, great!" Yeah, <laughs> you know, this guy's like, gonna be a gem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like just don't be a jerk. Like you know, yeah. it's like that. That's typically if I ever meet a famous person, I typically go up to him, and even like at a con where they're, they're supposed to be. I don't really like to get autographs, so if, like, they're alone at one point, I'll just walk up and go, hey, man, big fan, just wanted to say that. And that's it, and then I'll walk away, and then they're like, oh, thanks. And it's fine, like, it's like, that's all I need. I don't need any, like, confirmation that I had a conversation with somebody. I, I try to remain so. incredibly calm yeah. when you meet people like this. Yeah. I don't do autographs, I don't do pictures. Yeah, yeah. I'm just... I'm glad to have had a moment. Yeah, exactly. You know? yeah, yeah. Thank you. You know, I appreciate the things that you do that make you famous. Yes. And have a good day, sir. Yes, and I also appreciate them, and it entertains me. So, you know, it's, it's fine. But, um, okay, so... Moving on, yeah. I, I landed Seattle. I guess I'll go into some of the personal shit. Yeah. So I landed Seattle. I take an Uber. Okay. From Seattle Tacoma Airport. Yeah. To downtown Seattle, the public fish market. If you're familiar with Seattle, you know that's where all the guys throw the fish and shit. Yep, they throw the, throw the fish. I get out of the Uber. 
<laughs> I'm stop breathing into the microphone. Will I'm, I'm walking into the public fish market. Yeah, I get a phone call. Yeah, my bank's on the line. Yeah, and they say that you somebody stole my credit card number and took all my money. Yeah, yeah. Now they called you because you were overdrafted, or well, did or... all the money had been spent that within like twelve hours? Okay. Yeah, and they had just declined like a four hundred dollar transaction that would have put me in, in the red. The red, yeah. And they were yeah. like, "Uh, have you spent all your money?" I'm like, <laughs> "What? <laughs> what? I, I'm in, I'm in Seattle right now." They're like, "Are you in Tennessee spending all your money?" Yeah. No, 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 I'm not. Apparently, I did. Wow. So somebody stole. They cleared some, out all my money. Clearly, cleared out all your money. Lucky, luckily. I had used my credit card, not my debit card, right. to get the Uber. Okay. Yeah. I had not used my debit card, so I didn't have any late pending drafts. There was like $2.46 left in my account. Right. And, and it, nothing else was coming through, so I was not going right. to get a bunch of overdraft penalties. Right. Fine. Yeah. I've got 150 bucks in my pocket. That's what I lived on for the rest of the week. Really? Okay. Yeah. No more credit card purchases after that? You didn't, like... When I got home, I had to start running shit up. Well, yeah, obviously. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, yeah. So but, you lived off 100. Well, you were only there for a couple of days. So, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. And they, uh, you and were they, there for like a week. They paid me back for my food. Right. Yeah. So, uh, all right. Cool. But, okay. You got comp for the food. Got the, so I got to got walk that around. per diem, did you? <laughs> that sweet, sweet per diem. I was there on Monday. Mm-hmm. And uh, Monday, this was the Monday where Detroit played Seattle on Monday Night Football. Yeah. So, you know, there's. Everybody's walking around. There's football jerseys everywhere. Right. Uh, you know, jumping, you know, downtown. Yeah. Pretty cool. Walked around, had a good time. Whatever. Sure. And uh, around 4 o'clock rolls around and the, uh, the, uh, their PA, their, uh, their, uh, their assistant. Their assistant person, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, he was coming to pick me up. Okay, so I'm, I'm sitting there having my Starbucks coffee. Sure. Relaxing. Yeah. Guy comes and picks me up. Takes me to this hotel. Yeah. Uh, we had to drive like an hour and a half from downtown Seattle to this place. Okay. It's, uh, it's out there. It's on the Puget Sound. Okay. This fucking hotel they take me to. Yeah. A-OK with me. Beautiful, was it? <laughs> Beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I, 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 and I basically spend the next, uh, you know, 48 hours or so kind of kicking it in this hotel. Mm-hmm. Like, so, uh, you know, I hang out that night, I go out, eat a good meal, uh, hop house. Okay. Yeah. If you're out there mm-hmm. and you're looking for a good meal, yeah. it's on the Puget Sound. I could spit in it from the bar. <laughs> Great place. Nice. Uh, real good food too. Good. Chicken wings. It'll blow your ass you, apart. You, you do love chicken wings. So. I, I'm a connoisseur. <laughs> you're a connoisseur of chicken wings. Might be the best chicken wings I've ever had. Nice. They're pretty fucking That's good. pretty good chicken They wings. serve them to you on one of those like fajita style like sizzling plates. Oh, cool. Yeah. Never had them that way. Yeah, and it almost caramelizes right. the buffalo sauce. Mm. Real good. So, yeah, so it's really Making my mouth water just Really about. seared on there, I yeah, see. Yeah, real good. Nice. So yeah, the, the next day rolls around and they're like, okay, we're going to come get you at like 11 in the morning. All right, so I get up, and I go work out in the world's tiniest hotel gym. <laughs> the smallest hotel it's gym. It's got, like, a treadmill and, like, a leg thing. A picture like like one of those tiny tricycles, but it's like an exercise bike. <laughs> there was not an exercise bike. Uh, there was a rowing machine. There was a treadmill. 
there was a leg machine, and there was like a cheap ass Bowflex. Yeah. So I, I I get as much of a swell on as I can. Sure, yeah, I sure. want to look good. I want to feel got, good. Got some Bowflexing in, yeah. Yeah. So uh, and then I'm like, all right, so it's like ten o'clock. I'm like, I guess I'll go walk and get breakfast. Right. Yeah. Uh, so I walked out, and there was a Seven Eleven nearby. I just went by and just you know grabbed like a. Like a big bite. Right, yeah. You know, give, give me a hat dog. Make a hat dog. And uh, hot, a hot, fucking 10 in the morning. A hot nerder. <laughs> yeah, give, give me a ham dog. Ham dog. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and, and I'm sitting there and I'm like, all right. And I get a text about 10.30. Yeah. Uh, we're coming to get you at like 1. Oh. Okay. All right, cool. Yeah. That got pushed back significantly. No worries. All right, cool. 1 o'clock rolls around. Yeah. Come to get you at like 3. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right, cool. Can do some more stuff. What did you do in between that time? Just kind of wait? You know, you're just waiting at just the... Just kind of kicking it, just yeah. watching ESPN. All right, cool. Uh, cool. You know, kind of walked around. Out. I ended up uh, going back, getting a few more minutes on the treadmill sort of thing, just try to yeah. like, get my mind off the fact that, like, I'm just sitting in a hotel room... Sure. ...waiting on people that I've never met before. <laughs> yeah. Other than the yeah. assistant, who's not their employee, they contract him. He lives there. Right, yeah. He had never met these people <laughs> when he picked me up. <laughs> right. So, so it's I'm, all just a crapshoot at this point. I'm like, this could all be a rib. I might get some... raped. I don't know. <laughs> this is all fake. Eric Young has no idea what this is. Like, he didn't even go to. <laughs> if I hadn't tweeted at him and him responded back, right, I would have been fucking freaked at this point. All right. But Eric tweeted back, so we're good. So, so. unless somebody fucking hijacked his Twitter, right. we're good. Yeah. So uh it's an elaborate plot to rape a guy. <laughs> Go on. I'm real sought after. <laughs> really, clearly. <laughs> um they end up push us back one more time right. to like five thirty. Okay. Yeah. Um so it went from eleven o'clock in the morning to five thirty shoot. Got it. Yeah. Uh, well and, oh and I'll say one other thing. Time difference there. Yeah. It's real. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, when you and the fucked up thing is that, like, I'm sitting at that hop house place getting dinner the night before. Sure. And, uh, you know, it's like 5 o'clock and they got ESPN. I'm a sports fiend, so, like, if sure. there's ESPN, I'm going to stare at it. Sure. I can't help it. Yeah. Uh, even if it, it's just me saying, fucking Skip Bayless. Like, I, I would look at it. <laughs> God damn it, Skip Bayless. <laughs> oh, you son of a bitch. Stephen A. Smith! Wow. That was a white spike on this audio. Oh, that's going to sound great. Bad <laughs> uh, levels at levels. <laughs> yeah, man, we'll normalize it. You'll it, be fine. It auto levels. I love garage band. It's great. So, uh, <laughs> so, yeah, I'm sitting there, and 5 o'clock rolls around. The game, so that's 8 o'clock Eastern time. Sure. The game starts at 8.30 Eastern time. Sure. And you just see all these people from work just piling in in Seattle Seahawks jerseys. <laughs> And it's like somebody opened the fucking floodgates, man. Like, that place went from nobody in it to fucking jammed. Everybody. It's like <laughs> it weird. Just way for that Seahawks game. But, yeah, like, I think I could live on the West Coast. Something about yeah. Monday Night Raw starting at 5 in the afternoon seems okay yeah, to me. that's not bad, yeah. It seems okay. It seems, like, almost tolerable. Yeah. <laughs> but, Right. Know, last time I tried to watch Monday Night Raw was the worst experience of my life. So. Yeah, which one did you watch? God, a few we'll weeks ago, it was. It was a bad one a few weeks ago, probably. If I remember. They did the cane yeah. pulling somebody through the ring thing. Yeah, again. yeah, yeah. They did that. Yeah. Really? It's been. Yeah, they've revived a lot of that. So. Really? Yeah. yeah. We'll we'll talk about that in a little bit. But. Uh, okay. <laughs> but. 
Oh, okay. this is technically a Schmozcast episode of the Video Struck Podcast, but we'll we'll talk about that later. So move on. <laughs> okay, so uh, yeah, I'm uh, I'm basically sitting there about about five o'clock rolls around. They're like, hey, all right, we're coming over early. It's we're gonna get you at five instead of five thirty. Cool. So they uh, they come over and they grab me mm-hmm. and uh, the tattoo shop. They could have just told me where it was. I could have walked to it. it right. I could yeah. spit on it from the hotel. <laughs> <laughs> they gotta get somebody to come get you though. Cause, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the assistant came and got me again. Sure. Oh, nice guy, by the way. Yeah. Um. So, I uh, we go over there and uh, they put me in an RV. Yeah. And I sit in this RV for like an hour and a half. Wow. Yeah. And they came in and they had some paperwork for me to sign. I signed the paperwork. Yeah. And apparently this is what it's like for every TV show. I ever. guess so. It's probably the same way for any kind of shoot. Uh, especially so, like if it's a pilot where it's like, we've never done this before. I'm sure if you're, while you're in this RV, you're just kind of like, I could have just been watching ESPN in my hotel for this. So. And, and <laughs> now instead of watching ESPN, I was watching uh, a Blu-ray copy of Step Brothers that <laughs> the, the guy who owned the RV had. And he's like, hey man, you want to watch Step Brothers? And I just like looked at him deadpan and went, that sounds perfect. <laughs> Uh, what's great is that like in my mind I'm chuckling about it and I'm like no I'm just gonna fucking dead sell this guy that sounds perfect and he's like alright it's playing I don't know now I'm sitting here watching Step Brothers in the year 2015. <laughs> in the year 2015. This is my life now. <laughs> uh, John C. Riley's okay. At least. <laughs> uh, that movie's not as bad as I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Will Ferrell's awful, but... It's, it's you know, got moments in it's it. It's got moments. It's got moments. Yeah, the John C. Riley parts are the best. Yes, they are. Uh, so, so, yeah. All right. Uh, I, I hang out for a while. I sign some paperwork. Mm-hmm. Uh, producer and executive producer come in. Yeah. Kind of tell me, all right, here's what we're going to do. We're going to go shoot your pre-rolls. Mm-hmm. Uh, pre-rolls being, like, uh, there's always the scene, like, say it's a tattoo shop TV show, it's a car show, whatever. It's always like, yeah. hey, what's going on? I'm this guy, and I'm from here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I can't yeah. wait to get my ride pimped. <laughs> and, yeah, 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 yeah. And, yeah. It was, and it was one of those, like, who are you, where are you from? You know, like, they found it, like, <laughs> you could tell these guys aren't, like, wrestling fans. They're like, right. so, like, what's your earliest memory of professional wrestling. Yeah. Like, well, when I was three, I remember that I would always force my grandparents to let me <laughs> rent WrestleMania 2 and WrestleMania 3 on VHS yeah. in the video store. Yeah. And I watched them countless times. And then the next morning, I would wake up on Saturday morning and watch WWF Superstars. Yeah. And that's how I spent my childhood. Right, yeah. was at my grandparents' house on the weekends. Yeah. I would watch a WrestleMania the night before, and then Superstars the next morning. And that was when Superstars was good. That's when Superstars was really. It good. It was yeah. the flagship that was, show. That was, that was the flag. It was there was no Raw at that point. Ooh. Yeah. So and occasionally yeah. you'd get a Saturday night main event. Yeah. But that was a special. That was like during sweeps weeks and yeah. shit. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, but yeah. So uh, and, and you know I'm just kind of telling them my uh, yeah. you know some of my history about myself shit like that. And you said WrestleMania three, thinking they know specifically what this is, and they're all. Like and I and I'm mentioning like, <laughs> mentioning like you know like when you were a kid like who were your favorite wrestlers like you know like Teddy Biasi you know like, uh, but you know I even go like farther back like you know Chief J Strongbow or right. <laughs> I have no idea who that is yeah it's like there's wrestling fans nowadays that don't know who that is so. I don't oh, know but yeah. I was like you know like fucking you know superstar Billy Graham and, yeah you know like yeah. fucking yeah you know Bill Dundee Bill Dundee yeah, let's do this like yeah it's good 
you know, like uh, Freddie Vlassie. Come on, he's classy. classy. He's classy, you motherfucker. You get it? His last name's anyway. Uh, uh, but yeah, so I, I basically just got to vomit knowledge at them for a couple of minutes. Sure, and, uh, sure. So it's starting to get dark. So then, give you a little bit more insight into this. Sure. You have to shoot all this B-roll. Right. I had no idea how much B-roll I was going to have to shoot. And it's sure. like you walking towards the tattoo walk, shop. Exactly. You, you walking through the parking lot. You're coming in through the door. Ding, ding, you know. They, they were fascinated by my fucking shoes. Oh, yeah? Just this guy, so. I swear to God, like, yeah. this guy got 45 minutes of my shoes. Granted, I was wearing a really nice pair of LeBrons, but I was like, have you never seen LeBrons before? <laughs> have you ever seen LeBrons? Well, you do. You are known for your shoes, though. So. Fair enough. It is kind of <laughs> like my thing. So. It is just I, guess, I guess if I was going to be on TV, somebody should show my shoes. Yeah, yeah. I feel um, so, uh, finally the time comes. Mm-hmm. After I go sit in the RV for a little bit. Yeah. I go sit in the RV for like 45 minutes. Yeah. You have not seen Eric yet, no. have you? Yeah. You have not seen Eric Young yet. No. So. So then I finally, uh, they finally come and get me, and uh, they, uh, they come and grab me, and I walk around, and they're like, okay, so you're going to walk in here, and I want you to introduce yourself, and just... I swear to God, if I heard the phrase high energy one more time, and I was like, you guys understand I would have a lot more energy if we would have started filming nine hours ago. <laughs> you know what? You people don't seem to give a shit. All right, All let's right, go. Let's do it. High energy. Here we Nothing go. Nothing against them. Like, they're trying to film a TV show. Right. There's a lot of movie pieces here. I, I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure they were doing their best to but get that. I don't want to step too far ahead. By the time we finished. Yeah. Yeah. It was so late. Yeah. I had a five o'clock flight. Yeah. <laughs> It was after 3 o'clock, so I went to the hotel and grabbed my bag and checked out, and we got in the car and drove to the airport. Jesus. So you didn't even get to sleep on that No. Day. Yeah, which I knew that because you told me, I'm doing it for the podcast, though. <laughs> no. Oh, my God. And, like, so, and yeah. what... To go just one step farther down that road. Sure. So I didn't sleep this day. Yeah. I don't sleep that well on airplanes. It kind of just passes time. It's not really rest. It's not really rest, yeah. It's, it's like that like... space in between consciousness and unconsciousness. Yeah, yeah. It's that REM sleep that's not really there. Yeah, 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 the, yeah. it's that real, you know, the kind of thing where you start you drooling know? in your sleep. You never quite get there. <laughs> yeah. But, so, like, the next four days of my life, it's like I was existing in a nightmare. <laughs> You had no money, you had no sleep, you got sick immediately after, I believe. My furnace broke. <laughs> your furnace broke. I blew a tire on my truck. You blew a tire on the your truck. The latch on my truck broke, so oh. I couldn't close the door on my truck without ripping the door panel off. Oh my god. Yeah. I... <laughs> but anyway, let's... It's been a slow motion explosion since then. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure how you haven't exploded yet, so... Uh, I'm remaining calm. Yeah, you did. You re- it's it's that diet, man. I'm telling you. He's like you lose a bunch of weight, and all of a sudden, like I'm zen. Thing, things roll off your back a little easier. I'm zen. Yeah. All right, all right. So going I'm, back, I'm finally, you know, they finally grab me. You know, we do some B roll. We're getting yeah. ready to uh, to go into the shop and I walk in and introduce myself. And there he is, Eric Young. Yeah, one of my favorite wrestlers. Boom. For the purposes of this documentary, yes, my favorite wrestler. Yes, obviously. <laughs> In case he's listening to this, <laughs> no, they just you know no, I, I've well yeah for for the purpose of what they're filming I get it yeah yeah I, and I, and, I, and I don't want to go too far into detail on this yeah but yeah. I and we'll talk about the t- the tattooing and all this other stuff here in a little bit sure I want you to know that when you watch this yeah almost nothing that you will hear or yeah. see is a genuine reaction to anything right yeah 
It, they, they like to trump things up. They like to... They film you having a conversation, pull a sound bite, say, say it this way, and, like, several times I looked at them and said, well, I can say that. I don't mind saying that. But you realize that's not anywhere near what I had just said. <laughs> and that, that is not a genuine emotion that I had just experienced. Right, yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> just as long as we're all... Just so long as we understand this, yeah. Yeah, it's it's TV, man. It's not even it. Reality TV is the same as acting. It's the and same I understand, thing. It, like, it's and I was same. fully cooperative with everything, and they had mm. a great time. They, they yeah, they seemed to genuinely enjoy me as a person. And this probably happens all the time, right? But there were quite a few moments where I was like, guys, <laughs> this is not needed, right? Like, it, it's like if, yeah. if like you're, ge- I can understand where you're coming from. Like, if, if I could interject. Where you're coming from is that you're genuinely happy to be here doing this situation, right? Yeah. And yet they are comping you for reactions far beyond that yeah. to something that you wouldn't normally even respond to in that manner. Yeah. Because you're so it's kind of pointless considering you're already stoked to be there in the first place. You could just do the reality of it and not do the TV part of it. So yeah. Well, and there's and get, there's so yeah. much. There's so much other drama that happens in this that yeah. I'll go into in a second that sure. is fucking brilliant television. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So Eric Young. But they didn't script, I'm sure. <laughs> you know, like, I don't think so. I can't imagine that they did. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, so you know, there, like, there's so much other stuff going on here yeah. that's it's just weird. borderline brilliant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go on. So Eric has never given a tattoo before. Yes. He was given a crash course that day by the master tattoo artist. Right. And had never laid ink on an object before, ever. Right. Yeah. And ever. this is not, probably not, made up by them, yeah. but he was like, yeah, and uh, I failed middle school art. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think Eric Young probably had that tidbit. He probably threw that in. It felt genuine <laughs> enough. He probably threw that in. I bet he did. It's like, I failed that. <laughs> but no, um, no and, and the way you described it to me, this master tattoo artist, he, didn't, he doesn't even let his students, like, Practice on fruit or no. fl- or false flesh pieces and stuff like that. No, no, or pig, it's pig hide. That's the first time you lay yeah. ink on anything. It's human flesh. It's human flesh because it's the only way to you know to really understand to really understand what's going on. So there you go. So he's never the first time he is going to put ink to flesh is your body. <laughs> so they asked me to send a whole bunch of ideas, right? And I sent him a whole bunch of ideas. Okay, yeah. I showed up. What I have on my body is not. Okay. Anything of that? Oh, none of like none of that. They threw all away. They threw all that out of the out of the water. They didn't even allow you to have the decision of the tattoo at the end of the day. No. Wow. <laughs> I don't know what to say to that. Um, yeah. Well, so they. No idea was even. It's not even close to anything that you had. Any. any no. In any ballpark? No. Like, like, oh, I kind of wanted that. None of that. So why do they ask you for all that information then? I guess so they can have this dramatic scene where they're like, hey, here's some of the stuff that you had sent over, and that this is all out of Eric's skill set, and they crumble it up and throw it on the ground. And, okay. so, and here's what we're going to... Okay, so they... All right, I get it. All right. So, well, that's bullshit. <laughs> I get what they did, but... Yeah, so... All right... So I'm sure they got a good look of you uh, doing your little cock, like, like looking at them throwing the thing away and you're going, okay. <laughs> I can actually picture it right now, your reaction to that. Um, okay, so they got their, uh, 
They got their drama shot, did they? And I'm sure that like they're they're gonna have to drum up the the shot where they actually showed me the tattoo. Right. They're gonna have to drum this up with all kinds of music or something. Right. Yeah. Because I just deadpanned it and said, "Fine, put it on me." <laughs> Let's get this over with. <laughs> well, this isn't what I signed on for. No, sure isn't. <laughs> but guess what? You signed a piece of paper. So it is technically what you signed on for. Uh, so yeah. Um, so they basically <laughs> ambush you with a tattoo that you had no instance in wanting to get. No thought process. It's a what, pretty good tattoo, though. What did you get? Can I, can I, can, uh, we'll can, have you go into it. We'll have it be the podcast. Okay. Image. All right. Okay. We'll be the podcast image. All right. Cool. Uh, well, so you don't want to describe it? It'll just be on the podcast image, or you know what? Well, I I have to here in a little bit. Okay, yeah. Okay. Um, so go in. Go, go So ahead. I'm like, fine, put it on. All right. <laughs> Moving forward. And what's great yeah. is that the tattoo artist and Eric just look at me and go, really, that's it? <laughs> They're wanting some beefier reaction to put on their show. That's, yep. Yep. <laughs> well, I think Eric's half surprised that I'm still in this. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the thing is, here's the thing. Here's what they're going to do, and I know how they're going to cut this. They're going to go, well, all that is outside Eric's skill set. And they'll show the crumbling up and the throwing of the paper. And then it will be literally a full 30 seconds of, ding, 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 of like reaction shots of like the crew and Eric Young and you. And, like, you know, and then it'll go to commercial. And then it'll cut back and it'll be like, all right, fine, put it on me. And then it'll be the happier music again. <laughs> Because, like, they always do that. It always goes into the, okay, he's fine with it. <laughs> and that's what that's going to be, so. And there's a, like, yeah. nearly flared nostril look that you have seen me do many times. <laughs> that's the look That's I the have. look you give them a... Oh, yeah. All right. Cool. Cool. Like, this is the look. Like, the, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I see what's going on here. Put it on me. Yeah. <laughs> Doing this on TV, fuckers. Let's do it. We're doing it live. Doing it live. Fuck it. Anyway, um, um, and I'm telling myself at this point, I'm like, I had already prepared myself that if this thing turned out to be a flaming disaster, I'll cover it up with something else. Sure. What yeah. the fuck ever. Right. Yeah. 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 So I get the tattoo. Right. Well, well they start. They lay the stencil on me. Okay. They lay a stencil on. Yeah. Looks fine. Yeah. Gotcha. They set up all the guns. Yeah. And. uh... <laughs> You know, they're like, so you sure this, you have a high threshold for pain? I'm like, yes. <laughs> and anybody who knows me knows that I have an incredibly high threshold for pain. That, that you do, yes. And uh, it's just like, I think I'm just too stupid not to. <laughs> I could say you could give birth. If, uh, if yeah, I could have. I think you could. I think you could poop out a baby, and like, if need be, I feel yeah. like that could happen. Any missing pieces, just duct tape them on later. You know, probably wouldn't even take nine months. <laughs> so, uh, uh, they basically they set up. Anybody who knows anything about tattoos, what what do right. you do first? You do the blacks. You do the blacks. This has a lot of color in it. Yeah, yeah. The tattoo they give me has a lot of color. a lot of color. Yeah. So you do the blacks and, uh, first to lay that down. So you do the outlines, just like painting, just like any other thing. You know, you do and. Yeah. Eric is, are you ready for this? Yeah. Yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> You're just... Good. Oh, man. And, I can't uh, imagine, like, how peeved you must have seemed to these guys. Uh, no, I'm being cordial at okay, this point. Okay, being cordial. I, we've got the stencil on. Right. I'm being cordial. 
I'm pissed at the producers. Sure, because they, yeah, yeah. Why, yeah. Because they could have just told me 24 hours ahead of time, the day before I flew out and said, hey, this is the tattoo we're going to look like. We're just going to say that, hey, you know, we're going to change it up on set. Right. You know, like, the problem with reality television yeah. is that they create a ruse, but they choose to not... They feel like they're... It's like fucking... Russo yeah. writes fucking reality television. That, like that's they what he, think that's they're what gonna was. swerve me, and guess what? That's what he was maybe, before he wrote that. Well, maybe most people are swervable. Yeah, right. Yeah, but like I'm just I'm never surprised. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. like so much of my life has been such a shit show. <laughs> well, I mean, like, well, I'm not surprised. I mean, like you know, it's like the, a lot of people look at reality TV, and like I, I look at it all the time. And I'm just like, well, that's scripted. I know exactly when something is being... Even when, like, they have, like, a really real reaction to it, I'm like, yeah, they probably didn't know, but it was still fucking scripted that that would happen. Because they know that that's going to get a bad reaction from somebody. It's how they do it. There was going to be money in that safe in that storage locker. (laughs) Exactly. There was going to be... They just... The people (laughs) that found it didn't know it was going to be in that locker. Yeah. It's just like, that happens. It's all staged. It's all bullshit. Like, it... Yeah. It... Uh, so moving on. Well, and, and yeah, and, and I'm definitely not trying to shit on the crew. They sure. did a very good job of this. Sure, like they were very respectful to me. Right, they were very kind to me. Sure, uh, it's just that it was a very exhausting experience. Sure, working in sure. television appears to be very fucking difficult. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they lay the stencil on. He's about to start doing the first blacks. Okay, and uh, dips the ink. And starts uh, and and starts the initial line. Right. And I just feel like this is ripping my flesh apart. <laughs> yeah. And I just calmly looked at Tommy, the master uh, tattoo artist, and said, "Man, I feel like that's going pretty deep." And I look over, and my arm is shooting blood out of it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and he looks at the gun and goes, "Hey, Eric, uh, hold up for a minute. Yeah, it's pretty deep." <laughs> Right. <laughs> so he's basically puncturing into your muscle at this point with a needle. <laughs> Part of me feels like that was scripted to happen. Really? To get a pain reaction shot. Right, yeah. And you didn't but get But I just turned... I no-sold it, no, man. So, yeah. Like big... Mm, like, it. <laughs> like Big Bubba taking a wooden chair <laughs> shot, man. Like Goldberg himself. Just no-sold it. I just turned and looked at him and I was like, feels like it's going pretty deep. He looks at it and goes... Yeah, it's yeah. pretty deep. Going so he realigns the gun and pulls the needle back. Like, I shit you yeah. not, it doesn't seem like much, but like an eighth of an inch. Right, yeah, that's a long needle. In tattoo, that's a long, <laughs> that's a long bit of needle. <laughs> that, you know, that that might not have been scripted. That might have just been a mistake. Like, you never it, know. And it might have slipped. Said, you never know. Yeah, you never know. Whatever. Yeah. Um, but Eric starts doing the lines and everything, and mm-hmm. I'm occasionally looking over. I'm trying not to stare at this thing, and I'm... And I'm just talking to Eric the whole time, not making eye contact, just like right. relaxing him. Sure. He freaks out, we all explode. Exactly, yeah. This whole thing, yeah, is... is, is this doesn't go well. This doesn't go well, yeah, exactly. So, so I just start casually talking to him. We talked mm-hmm. about everything in professional wrestling. Nice. What did he think of Russo? What did he think nice. of, you know, his run in TNA? You think they'll use uh, any of that? <laughs> 
No. I doubt it. Yeah. They won't use any of that footage. No. Yeah. None of that's going to get used. Like, yeah. I, th- I bet the amount of time that I'm on screen and actually talking is yeah. two minutes. Yeah, yeah. I guarantee. Uh, I guarantee out of all this footage that they have of me, it's going to be like, I can't wait to get this tattoo. Here's me getting this tattoo. <laughs> so I got that tattoo done. <laughs> like, just a small bit of... <laughs> tattoo. Yeah. That's it. That'll be it. Um, but yeah, like, you know, we, we bullshitted about everything, about... Yeah. Uh, you know, I was like, man, I don't want to come off like some kind of huge fucking fanboy. I'm a really big fan of you, but Bully Ray. <laughs> what do you think of Bully Ray? Is he cool? I was, I was is like, he a jerk? What is it? <laughs> I was like, is he the coolest guy on the planet? He's like, I'll tell you one thing. When I first met him, man scared the living shit out of me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but apparently loves him. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, has nothing but the utmost respect for, you know, guys like Kurt Angle. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. You know, just says that that guy is an unmitigated freak. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, uh, just I, I I'm I'm of the opinion that Kurt Angle will die in the ring. I just I think that's gonna happen. God, I really hope not. I really hope it doesn't. But I, I can't believe like... it. Bound for Glory, he took three fucking pile drivers <laughs> coming back from tumor surgery on his spine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel yeah. You know, he will die in the ring. I'm just convinced of it. He will do a moonsault off a cage. And he will die. <laughs> Granted, he hasn't done a moonsault off occasion in a real long that's time. That's true, yeah. It's like, but... been at least 18 months. Yeah, but still, that's like that's not like a, a given, like... It's not given that he'll never do it again. Yeah. Oh, but anyway. yeah, like, you know, yeah. talked about WWE. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he worked some uh, some darks for them. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, you know, back, uh, you know, early 2000s. Okay. Um, you know, he knows quite a few guys who works there. Like, he... Is incredibly, incredibly loyal to to Russo. He said, "You know, you can say what you want about a lot of the things okay, cool. that he did, but it, all these TNA people feel this way. It seems mm-hmm. it's like, well, okay, you can say whatever you want about his storylines, mm-hmm. but if he wasn't there to write them, there wouldn't have been storylines. True, sure, nobody else show. who ran that company knew how to write them. Right, so there would be no superhero Eric. Right, yeah, there would be no be Team, no. Canada. Team that Canada. That was a Russo idea. That was a Russo. Really? That whole World Cup." thing was a fucking Russo idea. Really? I didn't know he was even there at that point. Mm-hmm. I thought, that was okay. right when he got there. Okay, alright. And so, uh, so see, he does have good ideas. <laughs> like, that, that whole World Cup exists. thing, yeah. and granted, Team Canada was the only ones that got to hang around, right. but they were supposed to be on one fucking shoot. Yeah. You know that he was on fucking TV for two years and never said a word? Yeah. He was the wrestler's wrestler. Okay, yeah. He was just oh, the no, heavy. I no, I remember, yeah. And, but I didn't know it was that long. Two years. Two years, He never yeah. said a word. Yeah. It was when I first started watching TNA, Team Canada was just coming up and yeah it was like Eric Young was like the real quiet guy he didn't you know talk Bobby Roode was doing all the talking Bobby Roode would talk and then the the manager guy uh, big dude forget his name Uh, Marco no something I can't remember but yeah yeah big manager dude Uh, yeah (laughs) and you know like just absolutely just the uh, he had a profound amount of respect towards the way that he spoke to me right Um, you know that's granted much in the same way that wrestling is, we're kind of doing a dance here. Right. You know, I'm putting him over here. Sure. I'm, you know, I'm doing, I'm doing the deed here. Sure, sure. And, you know, he, uh, he was nothing but cordial, answered any question that I had. Yeah. Uh, You know, we, uh, we had a real good time. Good. And, uh, you know, he did a damn good job. There you go. Cool. You want to see it? I do want to see you this. You still haven't seen it. I still have not for seen it. For the record. Is, for the record, I, I have it. not seen this. Te- the, the people this this podcast have because it is the cover the cover shot. But uh, there we go. I've not seen it. All right. Huh. 
That's all right. Yeah. He wanted to give me a wrestling gimmick. All right. He so. gave you a wrestling gimmick. It, you should have pitched Super Croc. No. <laughs> All right, I've got a picture yeah. of the whole thing. Okay, he's got a picture of the whole thing. We'll just take a picture of that. I'll scan that in. All right, cool. Yeah, that's awesome. But yeah, he did a damn good job. Yeah, yeah. It looks uh, cool. For a guy that's never given a tattoo before. <laughs> Failed art. Yeah, there you go. Failed art in middle Flunk school. Flunk social studies. Flunk social studies and art. <laughs> that's what he did. But, right. yeah, that's a... Game, game, a gimmick. And, you know, story. you know, like, it's like, it's it's part of the experience, you know? You, ha- you have that... I'll say this. Part of this may sound like I was shitting on yeah, yeah, yeah. people or things or situations or whatever. You, you were, you These were, people had to make a television show. Yes. And you were eliciting your feelings at the time of what's going on. I, I signed on to make a television show. Yes. If I signed on to be on an episode of Law and Order... <laughs> and your character gets killed and off... And they asked me to be a child molester... <laughs> Yeah. That doesn't mean that I'm a child molester. <laughs> it's television. It's true. You know, it's, it's true. And reality television is not reality. Yeah. At this point, we all fucking know. We this. know that. We you'll all occasionally know. get swept up in a moment where you're like, "Well, oh, that's fucked up." Yeah, right. And, but yeah. then, like, you'll quickly come back to earth and go, "Well, this is all fucked up." Yeah, yeah. This yeah. is all just this fucking is all garbage. Yeah. This is this is all bullshit. It's all stage. It's all nothing. Yeah. So. But. It's fun bullshit that a lot of people like to watch. It's true. This is going on a reputable network. This, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's going on a real channel. I thought that was interesting. <laughs> now there is a chance yeah. that this episode will not air. Sure, because it's the pilot. Yeah. I well, even if the show gets picked up, yeah, yeah, yeah. there is a chance that the show may not air. Right. Because what they're going to do is they're going to edit this down. Yeah. They're going to make an episode that is their pitch pilot mm-hmm. to the network. Right. And from there, they're going to decide. What worked and what didn't? Did right. the formula actually work? Right. If so, we're doing it. So right. it'll probably air. Yeah. If not, do you ever notice, like, whenever you watch a reality show, it'll be, like, first episode of, like, the new Storage Wars or something, and it's right. like, there's all this footage of them opening up other lockers and you never see them do it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's because that was the pilot episode, and they took footage from it to make the sizzle reels and the trailers yes. and shit. Exactly. So. If anything, I may end up in just, like, the yeah. opening and the trailers. Right, yeah. But yeah. whatever. It's cool. Like, I yeah. had a really fucking weird experience. <laughs> yeah. That 40 years from now, when I'm on a beach somewhere... Yeah. And have my fucking shirt off, getting a fucking tan, being an old man... Right. And somebody goes, where the fuck did you get that Hoss the Boss tattoo? <laughs> Say, well, you're yeah. never gonna believe this. <laughs> Let me tell you a story. There used to be this thing called reality television. <laughs> uh, man, I have a few more questions about okay. it uh, before we close it up. Uh, how did you get selected for this? Because I'm actually intrigued by I don't think you ever told me how you did get I just Twitter. Know. Okay, so it was Twitter. That's so that's, yeah. I guess about four to six months ago, Eric throws out the word on Twitter and he goes, hey, uh, whoever's a big fan of me, uh, you know, and you're willing to let me tattoo you, yeah. email these guys, tell them why you're the guy. So I sent them an email and just said, I'm an absolutely huge fan of professional wrestling. Mm-hmm. I am a fucking ardent, despite myself, an ardent fan of TNA. <laughs> I even described in that, I was like, despite the fact that the programming is occasionally abhorrent, <laughs> I am a huge fan. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And have been a fan of this guy for a really long time. I'm a huge fan of comedy wrestling. Mm-hmm. I think he is a fucking cornerstone mm-hmm. of comedy wrestling. I think that man is a fucking national monument to comedy wrestling. Right. Uh, his backstage gimmicks, some of the stuff that he's done in the ring, 
the wrestling women stuff. <laughs> yeah. The fucking lockups with the crowd. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, fucking challenge- TV championship. Challenging Scott Bayo to it the just- TV championship. And uh, and the fact that he was able to take that from like a wrestler's wrestler to a complete guy who never wrestled for three years. He was yeah. on TNA Wrestling television show yeah. every week for yeah. three years and never had a match. Never had a match, yeah. I don't know how that happened, yeah. But he was still getting fucking paid. Still getting paid He's for the it. smartest man in the industry. <laughs> That's how he can be 36 and still fucking going, man. <laughs> you know, like, any, awesome. think about anybody, like, you know, guys like Cena and shit like that. You know, they're yeah. having to take time away because yeah. they're 36. They started in the industry at the same time as him, mm-hmm. and they're banged up to hell. And he's like, nah, I'm perfect. Yeah, yeah. Because he, he, he went so he much time a, without wrestling. He had a three-year break. Like, yeah, like was right there, in the middle there. Was there any house shows that he worked at that time? No. Anything, nothing. He didn't work anything. And he, uh, there was a stretch of like amazing. nine years where I guess they were paying him well enough. He never did an indie show. That's amazing. Despite the yeah. fact that they would let him do indie shots, he was yeah. like, nah, I'm going to make enough money, I'm good enough. Wow. I'm just going to go fucking hunt and ride motorcycles That's and shit crazy. like that. Huh. Uh, That's awesome. Is, uh, is he there lives any... in Nashville now? Yeah, he lives in Nashville. I didn't know that. Yeah. Pretty... Along with uh, a lot of people in TNA, actually. Uh, yeah. A lot of people crashed there. It's weird because a lot of people who work for uh, WWE, they crashed here in Louisville. A lot of people. I think Nova still lives here. Uh, Al Snow uh, still lives here. Uh, a lot well, of people crash here. It's yeah. really cheap to yeah. live in Tennessee, despite the higher sales tax. Right. They charge less, like, property and state tax. Yeah. Uh, you know, on, like, your earnings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's just, it was right near the asylum, so almost everybody lives by the fucking fairgrounds. Exactly, So yeah. it's like, yeah, like, when we went to go record, you know, like, you know, our fucking TV tapings, I just kind of ride over there, you yeah, know? Yeah. It's, I don't have to fly into town and shit like that. I'm here. I'm right there, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, like, uh, what else do you want to know? Uh, is there anything you wouldn't talk about when you were talking with him? Did he just kind of divulge whatever? Is there anything that's kind of dodged? I specifically didn't ask him questions that would involve burying Burying people. anybody, yeah. I, you know, like, the the only potentially out-of-line question I asked him was, what about Russo? What about Russo, yeah, yeah. And, and I, I hedged that on, like, you know, I heard Velvet Sky on a podcast recently, and yeah. she said she loves him. Oh, yeah. A lot of and people he said, well, him. if it wasn't for Jim Russo, I wouldn't be a wrestler today. Vince. Yeah, <laughs> Vince Russo. Yeah, he yeah, said, sorry. Yeah, you're fine. Uh, no, uh, yeah, Vince Russo. Vince Russo. Uh, no, uh, yeah, uh, there's there's a few purveyors of him. Um, you know, uh, Kevin Nash, he, t- you know, he... You know he's a he's a defender of Vince Russo a lot all the time. Uh, whenever somebody asks him about Russo, he's just like, "Look, man, he he worked." Like you know, I was like, a lot of people didn't like a lot of the stuff that he did, but he was putting shit on the table. That's you know, it's like, and that's what you have to do. You know, it's just you know, you well, don't have to necessarily like the guy. You don't have to necessarily like his ideas, but you know, it's like anybody who thinks he did. He has moments job. of genius. He does, and it's a reason why when he was working under Vince. You got the best of the best. Yeah, you had to filter over time because of you had somebody to go. Well, that's fucking stupid. <laughs> However, now Vince is that guy. <laughs> now you have to hedge your bets on that and not screw that up. So, uh, what other questions you got? Uh, I think that's it. I think I just yeah. How did you get selected for it? Because that was in. Because I never really asked you. Like okay, it was so, just kind of like. So yeah. So it just kind of happened. So, so I, I I sent him an email <laughs> yeah. and uh, then. Uh, they uh, they reached back out to me. They they sent me an email, kind of out of the blue, and said, "Hey, are you available uh, for a Skype meeting?" 
Yeah. We'll do a video conference. Do a video conference for it. Uh, So basically we just kind of sat down and I did it at work. Yeah. And uh, I was like, hey guys, is it okay if I like stay after work and just do it here? Yeah, yeah. Because I knew that we had good internet. We had good cameras because they wanted like clear video of me. Sure. So FaceTime was not going to cut it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So yeah, like, and, uh, you know, kind of showed them all the dumb wrestling paraphernalia around my desk and (laughs) my wrestling belt. and That's probably uh, what got it for you. (laughs) Like, I've got fucking wrestling buddies and fucking thumb wrestlers and all sorts. I've got weird wrestling shit at my desk at work. You have a WCW World Championship belt. I mean, it's like... And I, like, the entire corner of... Of my cube now is a Stone Cold Steve Austin poster. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, it's like a child works it's at like my a ch- desk. Yes, it does. Yeah, it's like a child, but yeah, it's an IT company. They're fine. Uh, <laughs> oh, what's funny is that like at this point, like just people walk by and they go, "And here's the wrestling room." They <laughs> <laughs> just lead clients just by. Keep, just keep going. Like <laughs> keep going. But no, that's that's about me, it. Yeah. <laughs> Here's one other thing. I don't have I ever told this on this podcast. No. I have the belt at my desk. You do. So yeah. like whenever we get new employees, yeah, they'll come by. Yeah. And they'll like you know like they all make a comment about the belt. Obviously. And I'm like, well, like it's you a know. big golden belt that's sitting at your desk. They're like, what's up with the belt? And I'm like, you'll find out at three o'clock. <laughs> and I put it on. And just walk around the no, office I, like no, and I walk over and challenge him at three o'clock. <laughs> that's the best thing ever. Fuck yeah! That's the that's the hazing of the new guy. That's brilliant. There's this I guy. It. I love it. This poor kid, man. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, his name's Rance. We work with him. Yeah. Uh, so he's he still to this day swears that this is some kind of misunderstanding. Okay. But in his interview, younger guy, maybe early thirties, sure, twenties, sure. Um, smallish guy, you know, thin, yeah. uh, shorter. Right. And, uh, at the end of the interview, they said like, oh, you know, we're going to team you up with this guy. Uh-huh. And, uh, and his name's Jason, you know, ex-military, big, strong, intimidating looking guy. Sure. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, so he just kind of makes a funny comment. They're like, yeah, like, you know, if we end up hiring you, we're going to, we're going to team you with, with Jason. And he goes, oh, great. The one guy in the room whose ass I couldn't kick. So, everybody comes back and tells me, this guy says he can kick your ass. I'm like, I've never fucking met this guy. So the first day, I come walking over to this cube in the morning. I'm like, I heard you had a challenge, brother. (laughs) And this dude looks terrified. Did you have the belt? Fuck yeah, I had the belt. That's fantastic. That's awesome. But yeah, like so basically, I spend most of my time at work making dumb wrestling jokes. Oh, that's awesome. I love it. I love it. Uh, but there you go. That's that's the... Uh, we talked about the trip. We talked about what happened when you got back from the trip. Uh, your life all solid now? Is it all like... Is it getting We're back? working on it. Working on it. It's getting back to norm- normality. Still don't have a yeah. furnace. Yeah. yeah. It's about to get cold. Yeah, it's about to get cold. I might need that. Yeah, yeah. Just get a space heater. Just put it out right here. You'll be fine. Put it, yeah. I'll put it out in yeah. space. <laughs> <laughs> put it out in space. Get a space heater. But yeah. Um, no, I think that's going to do it for this uh, this episode. I think that was a good story. Think it was uh, a good experience, and you know you got something to tell uh, whatever future generations about, uh, and all that jazz. Now that I've told this story once, yeah, because I haven't told this story. No, you haven't. You've not told the story at all. So now that I've told this story, I will just point at this podcast. There you and go. Say, go. Perfect. Go to that podcast. To that. It's a better. It's a better idea. Yeah. So I don't want to tell the story about fifty times. Yeah. You know. You know. Now, like, what, now when the when the when we're when we're in our like eighties, 
and this podcast is dead to the data world and everything, and I don't know, we'll be... When podcasts get replaced by mental, you know, castings into our heads or whatever... We, we electronic do. telepathy. El- electronic telepathy. It is, you know, it's like Ghost in the Shell. It'll happen. Um, but, uh, yeah, you know, this, this, is a, this is a good place to just go, yeah, just go, let's do it there. So, there you go. Um, you know, that's, that's all there is to it. I have a tattoo now. You have a tattoo now, and it was given to you by Eric Young, one of your favorite wrestlers. And that's pretty fucking cool, so, you know, and that's... I'm shocked that he didn't do a bad job. Yeah, you know, I'm saying, yeah, you figured it would just be, like, awful, but no. Here's just a black smudge, hope you like it. There you go. (laughs) Just that big, just a big black dot somewhere. Is that, like, a depiction of cancer? No? (laughs) Is that, a, is, that a, is that a tumor? Is that a, is that a, is a, is a, is a fight for cancer type message? Is that a birthmark? No, that's <laughs> no, a tattoo. That'd be a tattoo, sir. Yeah, that's what that is. No, yeah, he did a good job. And, uh, yeah, and uh, I kind of like it. I think I'm down with it. Is that going to be your gimmick when you get into wrestling or no? Are you going to go with uh, Hoss the Boss? Or That's a pretty good, it's, it's not a bad manager name, honestly, you know? It's not. It's I have kinda... no further comment on the state of professional wrestling. <laughs> okay. No further comment on the state of professional wrestling. That's going to do it for our episode of Video Struck Podcast. This was a great episode. I enjoyed it. Uh, check us out on Facebook at uh, facebook.com slash video destruct. Check out our website at videostruct.com. Check us out on Twitter at video destruct. Follow me on Twitter! Follow Haas on Twitter at Haas underscore buddy. And uh, that's going to do it. Uh, we will see you guys. Willow's just going to sit there and scratch her ear and... You huffing at me now? Is that what's going on? You, you crazy nut. Anyway, uh, that's going to do it. We'll see you next time, guys. (laughs) 